This is Smart Money with Kevin Richards from KNR Consulting Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With over 10 years of experience in the financial industry, Kevin provides his clients with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. Your money and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Kevin Richards to help you find out how to have financial peace of mind. Good morning. Welcome to an episode of Smart Money. I'm your host, Kevin Richards. Our show today is a very special show for those of you out there who own a business. A lot of folks in Orange County and LA County may have their own business. You may have thought about one day selling your business or transferring it or what you should do ahead of time before selling it. Well, this show is for you. I'm here with a very prominent and successful business attorney who's going to share some topics and material that will help you avoid mistakes that you may make when you're trying to sell your business. So please let me introduce Miss Jenny Tran. How are you doing today, Jenny? Hi, I'm doing great, Kevin. Thanks for having me. Glad you're here. No, no problem at all. So Jenny, tell our listeners a bit about yourself. They haven't heard of you before. They know our show here at Smart Money on KBride, but you're our first time uh, guest and I appreciate you coming out. So why don't you tell people a bit about who you are, where you're from, where you live, and a little bit more about what your skill set is so we can understand why they should listen to what your topic is today for those that are business owners. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks for having me. My name is Jenny Tran. I'm a senior business attorney with the law firm of Brown and Streza. My tax practice comprises of business succession planning and mergers and acquisitions. Um, I live in Orange County and my passion with business succession planning really stems from my parents' business. 47 years ago, they immigrated here and my mom was a seamstress and my dad was a day laborer. Yes, wow. a day laborer who stood on the streets with a sign that somebody mm -hmm. else wrote for him looking for work. They were able to save up money, eventually open a storefront based on the goodness of people who gave them terms on goods, and then eventually open an international import business. Of course, I'm here speaking to you all today as a business attorney and not a business owner. And I'm hoping to speak to you all as if you were my parents. And if I could appeal to you and my parents on please having a business succession plan, I hope that I've accomplished this message to you all today. That's great. Um, I know I've I talked to you off air and I can tell you're really passionate about what you do and it's good to have a skill set like you do and, and how to set up a business before you try to sell it. But what does that entail? So let's talk a bit more about that because I know this term uh, business succession planning is used a lot, but people may not know what that means because are, there are things you should do before you try to list your business or sell it that are important because this can mean the difference between making 20 or 30% more, I'm assuming on your net, work, your net profits when the business sells? Is that kind of what we're looking at here, why they should do it the right way? Right, right, Ab absolutely. And when we look at business succession planning and what it is, it really is the orderly transfer of assets in management to a different group. And there are, I would say about three major ways of accomplishing that orderly transfer of assets and management. Uh, one path would be a business owner's sale or transfer to their employees, or it's commonly known as an ESOP or an employee stock option plan. Yep. The other 
tranche would be a transfer or a sale of their business to family members. And the third tranche would be the sale of their business to a third party. Right, which is probably very common. That's where a lot of folks that may have a business and they're trying to sell it in the market, get the best price. And that's where we need to have a team. I know we're going to talk a lot more about this, but I think this is a good time to bring this up because when you do a business succession planning, it isn't just yourself who's involved or that should be involved. There's a lot more... uh, individuals that should be in this team of people that make it more profitable, more, um, I should say simpler and also less risky to the owners in advance. And that's where, while we have CPAs, attorneys, business brokers, myself as an investment advisor, all those folks are really needed. But I'd like to have you as an attorney comment about that, who should be in the team and why? Because they all have different roles. And I think a lot of listeners who do own a business may not understand the importance of that team and what each one really does. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right, Kevin. And it, it's really taken me um, about 10 years to kind of understand the nuances in these three tranches. So let's start with the sale of the business to the employees with an ESOP. And the most common difficulty there is really cash flow and for employees to understand that the large incoming revenue of the business would end up being serviced to buy out the existing owner. And so the key player there is really making sure that the business owner cultivates a good culture within their business and making sure that they good get good talent and maintain them. And of course, backing up for a second, mm-hmm. above all, a business owner should also have a financial planner. And part of it is they need to make sure that when they are making the sale or transfer, it makes good personal sense for them before even embarking down you know, one of these other paths. So going on back to the second tranche for a moment with respect to the transfer to their family, you know, a lot of business owners oftentimes think, gosh, why would I even bother getting an attorney involved if it's just a transfer to my kids and family members? And so we oftentimes at our office come across this situation where a business owner decides to do good to buy their kids and gift a portion of their business. And they think, okay, if I give my child, let's just say 10% of the business stock and title it, quote, sole and separate property, they should be protected. Unfortunately, they are not. And when that child gets a divorce, their spouse will allege that they're entitled to a part ownership of that 10%. And they can actually go to court and demand a full forensic Mm. accounting, not Mm. of just their 10% stock, but actually the entire company. And lo and behold, the business owner is not aware that through their good deeds, they've unveiled themselves to this litigious process. And so in that regard, with respect to a gift or sale to a family member, there really should be an estate planning attorney and a business planning attorney present to kind of make sure that the business as a whole is protected and really that their family is protected. Right. Yeah. And then with respect to the third tranche of a sale or a transfer to a third party, The key individual here that should be involved would be a tax CPA, of course, a business broker or an investment banker, and also, of course, a uh, mergers and acquisitions attorney. And the idea here is when there is a sale to a third party, you want to make sure that you do it right 
and you do it quickly and easily the first time. Right. That's where I know there's when there's larger amounts of money involved, especially these are points of importance because you don't want to lose 30% of what your net profits should have been. And I know a lot of this can change the value too of your business. If you're set up the right way before you list your business on the open market to a third party, doing it the right way ahead of time is so important as opposed to after the fact. And I know that's why a business broker is key. They'll tell you how to prep your business ahead of time in regards to your books, your actions, your profits, your staff, et cetera. And of course, the mergers and acquisitions attorney would be involved in that. So if you have a business that has any value of, of, of substance, it's important to have a team. And I know that that's what we're talking about today in our show is this concept of how do you properly set up your business and how do you sell your business, the right structure, the right methods, so as to lower taxes, increase your net profits and lower your liability. And we're gonna do a series of shows on this, listeners. This is our first one today and you know, we only have 30 minutes with you so we can only talk about so much today. But I did wanna take a quick break here and also make sure you all know we have an offer for any listener out there who is a business owner who is looking at maybe selling their business or maybe has listed their business. Either one, if you're of the, the mindset of trying to sell your business anytime in the near future, I highly encourage you to please call our office now and set up a free complimentary consultation with Jenny here about what you should do and how to set up your own business succession plan. She will do that at no cost, no obligation, just to get a chance to know you and your business to see what kind of plan you should have. So if that's of interest to you, please give us a call right now. We're standing by. Our phone number here in Orange County is area code 949-218-3900. Please stay tuned. Most people plan on taking their social security benefits at one of three ages, 62, 66, or 70. But did you know that there are over 20,000 calculations that could be run to determine the best time for you to file? Call KNR Consulting Group at 949-218-3900 or visit knrconsultinggroup.com to request your complimentary social security maximization report that will help you learn how you can get the most out of your benefit. Welcome back to Smart Money. I'm your host, Kevin Richards. Our show today is for those folks out there who own their own business and at one day want to sell their business, whether it's to a family member or a third party. I'm here with our special guest, Jenny Tran, and we were talking about the benefits of having a team and why you should properly set up your business before you list it or even consider transferring it to somebody else. But now I want to talk about what would happen, what's the worst case scenario that could occur if you don't do this properly. I mean, we all know there's risks involved in any sort of business transaction, but I want Jenny to comment more about what truly are you risking and what is the ramifications of not doing this the right way when you sell your business. So Jenny, why don't you comment more about that right now? Yeah, thanks, Kevin. I, I think those are good issues mm. to consider. And mm. uh, I first want to congratulate all of you business owners because you have acquired significant assets in your lifetime and really grown the value of your business. You have something called a business of going concern because you know that you're going to be able to operate until you decide not to. And when you have a business succession plan, it also means you can continue to operate and maintain that business of a going concern. And for you not to have one though, means that you will probably end up facing a liquidation of your assets. And instead of a business of a going concern, 
your business would end up being valued at your inventory, the assets that the business owns, the cash, and unfortunately not including the goodwill. And the reason why is the goodwill typically attaches with the business owner and the relationships are with the business owner. If you do end up with a successful succession plan, when you make the transfer or the sale, we're talking about a value mm. add of four times revenue on the low side, probably seven times revenue on average, and even as high as 12 times revenue, depending on the unique type of your business. And so I really implore everyone to kind of think deep about the value that you have built and whether you think that that is enough today and you can just decide to liquidate, or do you wanna go ahead and preserve that business of going concern and try to get that higher multiple. And earlier in the show, I was talking to you about how I ended up being a succession planning attorney instead of a business owner. And I think this is alluding to what my parents ended up doing with the lack of a business succession plan in that they elected to just liquidate their assets instead of being able to have a business of going concern. And this is one of the reasons why I'm very passionate about this practice area. Right. That's a big difference between getting just your worth of your hard assets in your account values then four times or even 12 times your revenue. That's a big obviously a, a huge difference in income or value to your business. So, and I've seen it myself, Jenny, we, we've done a lot of planning here with clients that own businesses <clears throat> and many of them come to us with their only asset being their business. And when that happens, we obviously have to employ or bring you into the picture because we have to do this the right way in terms of planning for their future. Because a lot of folks who do have their business as their only asset, that's also their retirement plan. And if that's your retirement plan and your only retirement plan for the majority of you, that's even more reasons why you need to have a team working with you to make sure you get the most value out of all those years you put into your business. Many of you worked most of your lives probably in your business, a lot of hard earned equity. And why take that to chance or why let it go to being, I don't say the word lazy, but maybe not as aware of all the facts you should be aware of before you sell. So when we do see a business owner that comes to us here at Canner Consulting Group, we definitely bring in professionals like Jenny or CPAs, mergers and acquisitions attorneys. So we do the right strategy because until there's the liquidation of your assets or your business, we cannot plan for your future. So all this comes into play when you're trying to figure out how do we make sure that this business can bring you the most value in income for the rest of your life. Because that's in the, end, in the end why you did it. Most people start their own businesses so they can have a value of something that's, you know, can be sold to let them then enjoy the last stages of their life, whatever it may be, 30 more years or so. And that's great and that's why you should have a business. I'm a big fan of having your own business. So you can create your own retirement plan built into that. But don't lose 30, 40, or 80% of your true value by not having a plan in place. So Jenny's been talking about a lot of the risks involved and those of you that may have just tuned in, we've been discussing the benefits or the reasons why you need to have a team helping you sell your business. It isn't just a matter of your neighbor or your other buddy who sold their construction company or their pool service company, whatever it may be. You wanna get professionals involved that know the tax code, that know the law, that know the investment strategies you should employ when they sell it. So you can get the right plan 
the right price and without risk or at least lower your risk because nobody wants to have a business sold and then in two years have some sort of law troubles or some sort of spousal trouble with one of the owners his spouses who's claiming something, et cetera, et cetera. It goes on and on. So Jenny's been talking a bit about the risks involved and I'm happy she's now working with us and partnering up with us at Canner Consulting to help service our clients who, who own businesses to be able to do this in the right way. So Jenny, you've been talking a bit about a lot of this and the risks involved. Now you just tackled it earlier. What's the most common method though of business transfer that you see out there? Yeah, even though there are three main divisions of business succession planning, the most common transfer uh, results in the sale of a business. And within the sale arena, there are two main methods of transfer. One is a stock sale and the other is an asset sale. And actually 99% of businesses all sell its assets rather than stock. This is common because buyers don't want to buy the underlying stock of a company due to unknown liabilities that they could incur. Right. So a large part of sales are usually asset sales. And even if a stock sale is made, there's a tax election that the buyer would make, which results in a purchase of the seller's assets from a tax perspective. So what I'd like to focus on are some transaction strategies on uh, for sellers in particular of what they should negotiate for in an asset sale. So earlier when we got back from the break, I was alluding to what does it mean to have a business of going concern and to sell that. And when I broke up the assets of the company with respect to inventory, hard assets, and goodwill, one area that a business owner while selling should consider is it's the purchase price allocation in the sale. And the reason why is the character of gain can be switched between ordinary and capital. So one allocation that I would want all business owners to kind of consider is the difference between an allocation to a covenant not to compete or goodwill. And let me kind of backtrack for a second in explaining what that means. Generally, when there is a purchase price given to the seller, there are different aspects of the business that the buyer is buying in all of those prior categories. There will typically be an allocation to a covenant not to compete because a buyer would want to make sure that after the seller sells, they wouldn't open a business and compete with the buyer. And that allocation is somewhat necessary for the enforcement of that covenant. From a tax perspective, it imposes ordinary income tax onto the seller. So it could be as high as 39% for federal and additional 13.3 for state. However, if we decide and negotiate for a large part of the allocation to goodwill, then you would essentially create a rate play differential to 20% for long-term wow. capital gain. Mm. And so that is a large aspect for business owners today to consider because a large part of a business isn't necessarily in the hard assets or inventory, but it really is in the goodwill that the business owner has created over time. Right. And so that is one <clears throat> point that a seller should always, always, always consider. 
For this to be done correctly, you should have a business attorney present to draft the agreement in a very careful way and to also conduct some analysis to determine whether a seller can actually sell goodwill. Wow. That's huge. That could be a lot of money for any business. Let's just say you're talking about a million dollar business. That's the valuation we have on it. And you take their tax bracket from what you just said of federal and state over 42% for their taxes and you bring it down to 20%. That's 23% in taxes. That's 200 plus thousand dollars sitting there that you're going to lose without doing this the right way. And that's, that's huge. That's not something little and it isn't something you can also change. Once it's sold, it's sold. These are not things you can redo, like a tax return maybe. You, you sold it and you were set up XYZ um, corporation status or contract status and you cannot change that. So these are issues that those of you out there who are in the process of or thinking of selling your business in the near future need to consider. And that's why we're doing our show today. I'm here with Jenny Tran, the business attorney, and we want you to know that she is available. Anybody out there who has tuned in our show today, Jenny's offering a no cost, no obligation consultation. Sit down with her and go over your own business succession planning. If that's of interest to you, please give us a call now. We have folks standing by here. Our phone number to call is area code 949-218-3900. Please stay tuned. Our next topic we're gonna go over is what are the strategies a business owner should consider to net more money in your pocket when you do sell a business. We just touched on it, but we're gonna go into this into more detail. Please stay tuned. Be very difficult. And making mistakes on your taxes can haunt you for years. The good news is that most tax mistakes are easily avoidable. All you need is the right professional for the job. At KNR Consulting Group, we have a team of CPAs and CFPs who can help you avoid costly tax mistakes and minimize tax exposure. To help you better understand taxes, we have The Future of U.S. Taxation, a guide written by tax professional and author Nick Stovall that you can download now. All you have to do is visit knrconsultinggroup.com or call us at 949-218-3900 to request your copy. This informative guide is just one part of the Retirement Income Toolkit, which can help you arm yourself with the information you need to help secure your retirement. That number to call is 949-218-3900. Welcome back to our show. Hi, and this is Kevin Richards from Smart Money. We're talking today about what you should do before you sell your business. And I'm here with our special guest, Jenny Tran. She's a business attorney. And we're talking about the risks and rewards of doing a proper business succession planning and ways to avoid getting taxed at a much higher level, meaning instead of being taxed at a 43%, we talked about how to potentially get your taxes down to 20% when you sell your business, as well as avoiding potential litigious issues down the road if you did pass on your assets or your business to uh, a person in your family or an employee. And Jenny, I know we talked a bit about this earlier about how to get more net profits when you sell your business in terms of taxes, and that was very, very helpful to set it up where you're categorizing certain values in a certain way to bring you down from a much higher you know, ordinary income level to a capital gains kind of level. And that was super important, but I also wanna he hear more about that topic in terms of what kind of strategies or sales strategies should a business owner consider to really net more profits in their pocket in the end? Sure, Kevin. E you know, when we, uh, earlier we talked about what to negotiate for 
in the middle of the sale with the purchase price allocation in advocating for more allocation to goodwill so that a business owner can get capital gains rather than ordinary income treatment with a covenant not to compete. And that's in the middle of the sale. And that's one of the most applicable advice that I can give business owners. For a prudent business owner who will engage, because you all will now, right? Engage in business succession planning prior to sale and conducting some pre-tax planning If they have charitable goals, they should consider whether or not they would want to have a charitable remainder trust because it allows a business owner to really retain an income stream during their lifetime. It allows them to Mm. preserve wealth that they transfer into the charitable remainder trust, allow that asset to grow, get a deduction for the present value and really recognize their charitable intent as well. So it really is a win-win situation on a personal level for them. It's a win situation for them in terms of retirement because they can take back a revenue stream. And it also is a win for the charity because they're able to get the benefit of all of the assets as it grows. And so consider a business owner who anticipates either transfer or selling in the next year or so. One would presume that their business assets would grow over time. And if they were to contribute a portion of their business into that charitable remainder trust, they would get to have all of those benefits ahead of time. And the key is getting that deduction on the fair market value of their assets and then having that asset grow outside of their estate prior to the sale. Wow. And that's a lot of folks goal when they have a business is to have this income stream for life. And that's, again, we talked about that earlier in our show. When you have a business, a lot of you out there may have created this business or worked in this for 20, 30 years. So you could have, you know, the retirement needs that you want to be able to, you know, have your lifestyle for the next 30 or more years. And that's a really good strategy for those that need to do that and have a charitable inclination. And also, like you brought up, a good way to save a lot on taxes and yet still have a benefit to your donation to that charity. And this is powerful things. I know listeners, it's a lot of information we were talking about today and a lot of this may be, you know, new for you and, and so forth, which is understandable. That's why we have jobs here at Canner Consulting Group. And of course, Jenny is the attorney. So we want to just stress to you the importance of a team. Again, our show today is just the beginning of many shows we're going to talk about in regards to this issue of how do you set up a business ahead of time before you sell it? What are the strategies you should employ when you are in the process of negotiating a sale? And this is something we can talk about for days and days and Granted, we only have 25, 30 minutes in our show today, but I do want you to know that we're going to do more topics on this. And I also want you to be reminded of the fact that Jenny is offering a no cost, no obligation consultation, which is very valuable for an attorney to do, to show you what you can do to help you set up your business in advance and sell it at the right time with the right strategy. So she is offering her time. And I know you just have to set up, set up a time. She's got 10 slots open, I believe, that she can do this with. She's very busy, obviously. Most attorneys are, like we all are. But I want you to be reminded of that and call our office. If you have an interest on in how to set up your business and sell it at the right time, don't procrastinate. Please don't. And please don't assume things in this topic because it's very, very 
detailed, complicated, and important to understand. So we do offer this, again, no cost, no obligation. Call our office now. We have folks standing by to take your call to set up a no cost, no obligation consultation for about an hour with Jenny. And our phone number to call is area code 949-218-3900. And Jenny, I do want to take a little bit of time as a wrap on our show today. Say thank you very much for coming out here and to our station and in recording a show with us today, and I know you um, have a lot of things going on in your life, and you have a little one, and they were up last night, a little bit sick, I think you said, but they, um, you know, just a new mom, you're, you're always busy. <laughs> I'm a father as well, so we, we know how that is. So I thank you for for your time today and, and your efforts to help our listeners out there. It means a lot to us, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, you're welcome, Kevin. It was um, my absolute pleasure and uh, my passion to be speaking to you and everyone else who's listening and contemplating what it is that they need to do to create a successful business succession plan. Thank yeah, you. You're very welcome. I know you know a lot, too. I can attest to that fact. So again, listeners, give us a call now if you want to set up a no-cost, no-obligation consultation with Jenny. She is here to do that for you. Just give us a ring at our office. Our phone number, again, is area code 949-218-3900. And we're down here in Orange County. Stay tuned for our show next week. Have a blessed week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Smart Money with Kevin Richards. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, contact Kevin Richards at KNR Consulting Group. That's 949 949- 218-3900 or visit their website at knrconsultinggroup.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Kevin Richards and KNR Consulting Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.